Brooke, you've heard one of my favorite sayings. I'd like to think I've said it many times around you, but now I'm wondering if I have. Mm. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Yes, of course, I've heard it. Wondering why there's not one that's like, hell hath no fury like a man turned down on a dating app. But whatever, let's make women the villain. It's cool. (laughs) I mean, I just love the idea of having absolute fury because that's basically my baseline at this point. But yeah, I see your point. But there is a well-known singer-songwriter who definitely is feeling scorned and has a whole lot of fury, and she is taking no prisoners. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've heard her name in the news, but with all sorts of personal drama playing out, it's safe to say that her name is going to be everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, who could it possibly be with that sick-ass vocal? I don't know. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, August 16th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone, or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Because you're I swear each week we end up having early aughts flashbacks because of what we're talking about. (laughs) I know. So if you did not absolutely thrive in the early 2000s, you might not be aware of that song. It's called Everywhere by Michelle Branch. And when it was released in 2001, it literally was everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we're no longer in 2001. 
Just step outside and see the flames bursting around (laughs) the world and you'll get that. But Michelle Branch is once again everywhere and not in the way that she was in 2001 with her songs. This time, Mm -hmm. she's making headlines for her messy, and when I say messy, I mean like very messy split, from her husband, Patrick Carney, who is the drummer for the Black Keys. Yeah, so Michelle filed for divorce in Tennessee on Friday, and she cited the classic irreconcilable differences as the reason for their split. Mm-hmm. And her filing says the parties are no longer capable of resuming their marital relationship and living together as husband and wife. Now, Michelle also asked to be named the primary residential parent of their four-year-old son, Reese, and their six-month-old daughter, Willie, And on Thursday, Michelle released a statement to the media that said, To say that I am totally devastated doesn't even come close to describing how I feel for myself and for my family. The rug has been completely pulled from underneath me, and now I must figure out how to move forward. With such small children, I ask for privacy and kindness. Mm. So, in the immortal words of Hilary Duff, Mm -hmm. let's go back, back to the beginning, to see how we ended up here. So Michelle and Patrick met at a Grammys party back in 2015 where they became close friends. Mm -hmm. Now, at the time, Patrick was still married to his second wife, Emily Ward, but they split in January of 2016. So like a year later. And Patrick and Michelle then started dating. Yeah. So Patrick even produced Michelle's third album, Hopeless Romantic, which was released in 2017. So apparently she has still been making music. I know. I She really fell off. Really? It just seemed like she crescendoed so hard in the early 2000s. And it's like, yeah, nowhere to go but down. So apparently Michelle said that working on that album with Patrick felt like them against the world. And just months after that album was released, Patrick proposed. This guy, he moves fast. Yeah, he does. And then two years after that, in April of 2019, they got married in Nolens. That's Mm -hmm. how the locals say it. And now they have two kids together. They also got married on 420. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hell of a time to get married. And in Nolens. Nolens. Um, but that us against the world feeling obviously did not last because last week Michelle made a very bold and very public accusation against Patrick. Yeah. Last Thursday, Michelle tweeted, just found out my husband cheated on me with his manager, Haley McDonald, from Full Stop Management (laughs) while I was home with our six-month-old daughter. Like, truly giving all the information. This is what I'm here for. I am so (laughs) sick of these cryptic subtext tweets. Like, I need all the details. I need the who, what, when, where, why. Yeah. She's like, Full Stop Management, which can be found at 8116 First Street. (laughs) Hours of operation. Um, Of course, she deleted the tweet pretty much immediately after it was posted. Um, But, you know, that's the true life cycle of a tweet. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because we've talked about this quite a few times at this point about, you know, posting and then immediately deleting. Mm -hmm. And there has got to be somebody who's about to go to grad school who doesn't know (laughs) what to do their dissertation on and it needs to be on this. Like, we've got to call this out. (laughs) Like, stop. Posting and then deleting, because we all still see it. You know, we talked about this. It's maybe their way of being like, oh, I had a change of heart. You know, but like the damage has been done. It's so calculated now. What if she deleted it and posted another one that was like, just found out my husband cheated on me with name redacted from (laughs) redacted management. (laughs) 
while I was redacted with my redacted. Yeah. She's like, I didn't feel bad about the tweet, but maybe I shouldn't have named names and occupations. But, you know, whatever. Well, the story gets even messier because not long after she tweeted about Patrick's alleged infidelity, things got nasty and they got physical. Because around 2 a.m., That morning, after she had tweeted that, police responded to a domestic disturbance call at Michelle and Patrick's home. Yeah, this was like a half an hour later from that tweet. Yeah. So very close in timing. And Michelle did tell the police that she slapped Patrick on the face, in her words, one or two times. Mm. Patrick was reportedly fine with no injuries, and um, Michelle was arrested and charged with misdemeanor domestic assault. And then she was released on a $1,000 bail later that morning. And she is due back in court on November 7th. So yeah, we don't know who called. There's no mention of that. So I feel like knowing who called would make it more evident how big of a disturbance this was. Because like if a neighbor called, yeah. you're making some noise. Yeah. If he called, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It sounds like Michelle was really going through it. Well, yeah. In the terms of like she posted this and then she assaults her husband. Right. And it's like, oh, God, this isn't good. You know, violence is never good. This is a terrible way to process your emotions. Yes. One thing that I thought was really interesting is that she was supposed to be held for 12 hours, but she got released a few hours early because she had to breastfeed. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Like a person who has a child that's dependent on them for food. Yeah. And then they're in jail. Huh. Yeah, it's wild. But yeah, so I I feel like there's still more that's going to come out. We talked about how this was Patrick's third wife. Yeah. And I read there was like a Salon article that his first wife had written. Mm. And it sounds like there's a pattern of Patrick stepping out. Mm-hmm. To be fair, the first wife admitted that she also had stepped out. But it's just, I don't know, this, it's ugly. Yeah, maybe don't get married again. Yeah, you don't have to be married. No, just you don't. As a quick PSA. Especially if you can't keep it in your pants. My God. I know. So I feel like the timing here is pretty interesting because it's been five years since Michelle Branch has had a new album out. I honestly kind of forgot she was out there. <laughs> Me too. And, you know, there's the whole saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So it begs a question, will this messy divorce, you know, her domestic assault charge. Mm -hmm. How will this affect her career? How will this affect her new album coming out? I think it could get visibility on it. Do I think it's going to help her career? No. I think (sighs) the media has a track record of being really hard on women. Yeah, for sure. And if this were the other way around, if it were a man who slapped his wife, a lot of people would be like, well, he's canceled. We can't listen to this album Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. And there are examples of men who are fine, of course. Right. But, you know, I saw a lot of comments on articles about this on Instagram that were like, oh, well, he deserves to get hit because he cheated. And it's like, well, you wouldn't be saying that if it were the other way around. Right. Of course not. I don't think I'm going to go out and listen. I mean, I might hear it at some point, but it's not going to make me be like, oh, I need to hear Michelle Branch's new album, Stat. I mean, it's weird because I... I've never been a huge Michelle Branch fan. Like, I've heard, you know, the songs that were... On the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everywhere, literally, in the early 2000s. But I I feel like, in the sense that this puts her in the press, it could help her career. But I also feel like there's a double standard here that's kind of weird because it's like, 
there's not much sympathy for Patrick, even though he's the victim of domestic assault, which is messed up. Sure. Um, But there's also, like, I don't know. I feel like people aren't really villainizing her in this situation. No, it doesn't seem like they are at all. To, like, the point that you were saying, like, men absolutely get villainized. Most of the time they end up being fine in the aftermath. But it's just an interesting juxtaposition, if you will. Yeah, it really is. I also feel like the saying, there's no such thing as bad press, doesn't necessarily apply to the times we're living in with the internet mm-hmm. and cancel culture and all of those things. Yeah. It's a new world. It's a new world out there. They need to like reframe it where it's like, there's no such thing as mostly unpleasant press. <laughs> yeah, that rolls right off the tongue. Right? <laughs> So we don't know if Michelle's new album has any breakup songs on it. She's only released one song off it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it's safe to say, as she's, you know, breastfeeding her kid, she might be screaming the lyrics of her 2003 song, Are You Happy Now? at Patrick. I mean, it's a fitting song. Yeah, it really does cover all manners of sin. (laughs) Yeah, truly. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.